two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. These days, we're all getting more screen time, which means we're also getting more blue light exposure than ever before. Too much blue light can make your eyes feel tired, dry, or blurry. It can also affect your sleep. Zenni's Blocks lenses help to protect the eyes by keeping harmful blue light out. Because they're virtually clear, add blocks to any Zenni frame for stylish, all-day protection. Get a complete pair of prescription or non-prescription Blocks glasses starting at just $24. Protect your eyes now at Zenni.com. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of the Normal Girl Podcast. My name is Tay, and I'm here to bring you another installment of a segment I like to call Wine With Me Wednesday. Now, if you're not familiar with the show, Wine With Me Wednesday is where I review a bottle of wine while we sit and drink pour up, twist up, and talk about everything that's going on in the world around us. So for this week, I have a another red wine, right? Because we all know I love my red wine. Uh, it's called Carnivore. So Carnivore is a nice, smooth, it's like a silky smooth, oaky Cabernet Sauvignon. It's a California wine because I'm a basic bitch and I like local shit (laughs) I'm not too fancy when it comes to the wine but I also haven't you know expanded my wine selection past like the grocery store in 7-eleven so I'm also doing this to encourage myself to try different wines and to you know be more open to things but that's neither here and there so getting back to the wine of the week carnivore is perfect it's a perfect like pairing with a steak dinner um I would say this would be a good a good wine for a cold night definitely a fall vibe give she's giving me very fall vibes very fall early winter vibes with her um with her style so the label says carnivore meat was made for carnivore Our boldly blended Cabernet is an exceptional complement to your favorite red meat. Didn't I say that? Layered with hints of rich blackberry, luscious caramel, and a smooth toasted oak, indulge in your primal side with carnivore. So yeah, she's definitely giving me that uh, steak dinner with with like a nice side of roasted red potatoes. That would probably go like a perfect meal with this type of wine uh I have had one glass I want like one glass and a half let's be honest and I I like it it's different I definitely wouldn't have picked it up under normal circumstances you know I'm a creature of habit so I like to stick to my my favorite my cupcake my red velvet that is like probably my all-time favorite wine Uh, but I'm trying to 
trying to, you know, expand my selection a little bit and fill my little wine rack at home for these different wines. So if you would like for me to review your favorite wine or you would like to suggest a wine that you want the show to review, definitely go ahead and hit me up at the normal girl podcast at gmail.com or the normal girl podcast at Facebook or Instagram. You can send me a message. You can drop me a screenshot, anything. Just go ahead and let me know and I will definitely review it on the show. So for this week, my wine topics are something that I just, I watched a debate last night like everyone else and I wanted to get some key points, some key facts and like kind of, I mean, we all saw it. So Let's just go ahead and get right into the topics. We're going to talk about the debate. We're going to talk about an update on Breonna Taylor's case. And we're also going to talk about the Tory Lanez and Megan the Stallion drama. It's like a telenovela for real that's playing out in the news right now. There is some things that we're going to have to unpack this week. So go ahead, pour up, twist up, and let's get right into the show. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will even distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Happy recording. So the first topic of tonight that I really want to talk about is the presidential debate and what went down on that stage between President Trump and former Vice President Joe Biden. So first off, the whole scene was ghetto. There was a lot of shouting over one of one another, mostly by President Trump, trying to drown out Joe Biden from hitting his key points. I think that was part of his strategy was to kind of create a chaotic environment so that Joe Biden couldn't land blows to Trump directly. It was kind of like a smoke and mirrors effect. So it, the debate starts out by the two, the two boys coming onto the stage and they, you know, Joe Biden doesn't look too happy to even really have to be doing this with this, you know, with the president, but it is what it is. So Biden sitting there, he has a very nice silk black and white striped tie. That was one thing that really caught my eye is that Joe Biden really looked very well put together while little orange troll over there looking, he had this look on his face. Like he just smelled some shit. And from the beginning, you know, I don't really, I'm not the biggest fan of president Trump. You are all entitled to your own opinions. This is just my opinion. And if you do not like that opinion, you can go ahead and hit that stop button and peace. Adios. I digress. So President Trump is looking over, looking like he has this expression on his face, like he just 
smell some shit and then the moderator was was this man's name um chris wallace i believe don't quote me on that but i believe that was his name um chris wallace is the moderator yes that is his name uh chris wallace is the moderator and he is doing his damnedest to try to get to the key points so the key points were about the economy about COVID-19 about racial injustice and race issues in America and they it was just so ghetto that we couldn't really hear who had the plan who had the points and who had the opinion who had the right ideas and opinions on where the country should be going so I rewatched the presidential debate and I I read a couple think piece articles and I'm here to give you just some important takeaways of the shit show that was the presidential the first presidential debate. And I think there's going to be two more. So my first thing that I want to get off my chest is I think President Trump and we all know that he is a immoral piece of shit like he is just not a good person feel a way you feel about his governing and his administration but Trump is not a he's just not a good guy and even for Trump he went too far attacking Vice President Biden's son that family didn't and I'm glad I'm I'm glad I'm also disappointed that Biden didn't get down in the mud with him and kind of air out his family issues um we all know that over the summer mary trump president trump's niece aired out a lot of their personal family business accusing him of basically hustling her out of her inheritance her and her brother and then treating her one of her siblings um and her father very very poorly um despite them all being related so we all really know where he's coming from so back on the topic of biden of Biden and Trump uh, Trump brings up Joe Biden's son Hunter Biden who is a become a you know punching bag for these conservative pundits he Hunter Biden is by far not an angel he's had his difficulties you know Trump brought up the fact that he had a issue with the cane the cocaine to be exact in the past and I didn't think that was very fair I thought that was very low very classless very tasteless and that's just something that shouldn't have been in the politics now if I was Biden and as petty as I am I would have talked about your ex-wife your wife your current wife your daughter your sister your mother brother there's so much there was so much there that we could have jumped into with Trump but Biden being the man of high moral and class and integrity that he is he didn't even go there with him he just you know was like this that's just pathetic and I think that that was very that was a very presidential move of him to you know have somebody attack him on such a personal level but still keep it on topic so I'm gonna put that in the W column for President for oop, Vice President Biden, President Biden, let's cross our fingers and hope that we get a good, pro- we get a good um, person in the office. I'm not gonna tell y'all who to vote for, but I strongly to to 
I strongly encourage you to vote with your heart and your mind. Um, do what's right for you and your views and what you believe, you know, where you believe this country should go. So moving on, another issue that I had with the whole shit show was Biden kind of seemed to miss opportunities to, like I said, get down to his level and, you know, really punch him where it hurts. When Trump was talking about his role on the coronavirus and how he was all for this mass mandate, we know that that was a bold-faced lie. We saw that he was holding these rallies and Trump tried to play Biden by saying that he didn't have the rallies because he knew people wouldn't show up. I wouldn't necessarily say that was true. I think Biden is being very responsible with not holding these big rallies. Uh, I think it's very responsible that President Trump held the rally in Tulsa, Oklahoma, so close to Juneteenth and the anniversary of the Tulsa massacre. I thought that was, again, classless and tasteless, but this is, you know, big booty, big hips Trump that we're talking about. So Trump then goes on to say that his large super spreader events cause no harm. And that, again, I'm sure I'm sure there were some people who were completely safe while social distancing. But we know, again, that was another another fallacy. Uh, I know Herman Cain is punching the air, rolling over in his grave right now. Because, as we all know, Herman Cain, a black Republican supporter of Donald Trump, died shortly after he attended that rally in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Um, So to say that it caused no harm, hmm, I'm sure Herman Cain and his family would happen to disagree. So for my second my second, my second, not my second, it's the wine talking, sorry. Um, For my third point, what I thought was very, very notable and very important to talk about was Trump telling the Proud Boys when they were talking, when Chris Wallace asked the two candidates about their, what they felt the temperature of the race relations were in the United States. He asked President Trump just flat out to condemn white supremacists and white nationalists and these militia groups, specifically the right-wing extremist group, the Proud Boys. Now, if you don't know what the Proud Boys is, I'm going to be linking all my information and all my sources in the show notes. So you go ahead and go over to and look at through the show notes to get all this information so you can read up on this yourself. So, but in a nutshell, the Proud Boys are a group of white men who believe that it is their duty to defend whiteness in America. They feel like the country is is leaning so far to the left that it is their right as patriotic white Christian gun owners, sound familiar? It's definitely giving KKK, um, to protect their way of life so when Chris Wallace 
asked President Trump directly to condemn this group, he could not do it. He would not do it because I believe that his alliance and his base is a lot. The Proud Boys and people who think like them make up a lot of his base. So what did he say? The now famous quote, stand by and stand stand back and stand by if that doesn't sound like instructions to me I'm not sure like it just doesn't get any clearer as to what the president's alliances are with the election coming up and how decisive and messy I anticipate this to be I that statement makes me very uneasy and very uncomfortable um, with what these people may what what type of implications that statement may hold for for people who are outside that group people who are opposed to this group and and how they think and the type of empowerment that statement coming from someone like Trump has given has emboldened these groups to take even further more aggressive measures for their cause i will be following this very closely i encourage you to do the same it's there's going to be two more debates i'm not sure about the dates but i'm going to like i said before i'm going to be putting all my links and my sources in the show notes so just head over to the show notes and you know get all that information for yourself. I totally encourage everyone to do their own research and their own, you know, getting the information for themselves. That's always a good thing during this time so close to the election. We got to be informed. We got to know where these people stand on these issues that are going to affect everyone's lives. And it's just really important. So that is my rant on the 2020 the first debate of 20 of the election cycle i would love to know your opinion and what you thought and some of the key takeaways so as always you can always let me know on my instagram page the normal girl podcast or facebook and you can if you'd like to drop me a line in the email at the normal girl podcast at gmail.com i would love to hear from you and what you think about everything that's going on. So let's get on to the next topic. Okay, Normal Girl family, are you registered to vote? If not, no worries. We're going to help you get registered to vote. The Normal Girl podcast has partnered with headcount.org Headcount is a nonpartisan organization that works with the music and entertainment industry to get fans to vote. To update or to check your voter registration status, go to headcount.org where you'll find all the information you'll need to get ready for election day. As you know, this election is going to be big. There's a lot of things at stake. And if we want to see change happen in our nation, we have to vote. So, At headcount.org, you can check your registration status. You can also request an absentee ballot, get info on early voting, and find your nearest polling place and see what's on your ballot. Voting is one of the most important functions of our government, so make sure you get out and vote. 
register to vote at headcount.org. Okay, so for the next topic with this Wine With Me Wednesday, I wanted to give you guys all an update on what's happening in the Breonna Taylor case. So like last week, and I told you guys that the Attorney General of Kentucky and the 12 jurors that were in charge of investigating the case found that the police had rightful calls and lawfully murdered Breonna Taylor in her sleep in her own home in a neighborhood of Louisville, Kentucky. So currently, uh, as news broke probably earlier this week, a juror, one of those jurors um, from that grand jury proceeding is, I don't, I guess, suing the state to be able to... Um, get the to get the brand the grand jury proceedings excuse me i am so tongue-tied it's so late y'all i'm i'm trying to get this done but stick with me here so the juror is petitioned the judge to have the grand jury proceedings made public and that the jurors be allowed to speak um as reported before the attorney general said that the charges were not brought against these officers because the grand jury had decided that all the evidence that they had been presented did not indicate that the two officers who shot Brianna Taylor in her apartment were illegal. They said they were lawful. They were executing a search warrant and everything was legal. They definitely uh, state sanctioned the murder of this innocent woman and one one juror is brave enough to speak out and say he doesn't think this is he or she doesn't think this is right and they want everything to be made public in the legal motion he accused the attorney general daniel cameron of using the grand jurors as a shield to deflect accountability and responsibility and planting more seeds of doubt in the process. Now, we all know Daniel Cameron is a bootlicking Bojangles and loves to kiss ass at Republican uh, conventions for white people. Uh, let's just be honest about it. He is a whole coon, and this doesn't surprise me in the least. So in the battle of the blame that's currently happening in the state of Kentucky, the tension between the court and the attorney general, which is really weird if you know anything about um, law and how it works, it, this something just ain't right in the milk. Uh, this, I've never seen this done, not even in the Trayvon Martin case. Not in any of these high-profile cases that were decided by a jury of peers whose peers, you know, this one, this one got, they got one with this one. Um, Mr. Cameron said he would release the recording of the grand jury case on Wednesday. That is today. He still has yet to release that. I believe just a few hours ago, he asked for a, an additional two-day delay uh, I mean, I definitely will be linking all these sources and all this information in the show notes. Um, I believe he asked for a two, an additional two days to collect all the evidence for present for public presentation, and that he would release a recording of the grand jury 
um, at that time in response to the judge's order. Uh, he didn't seem to have any public objection, but then again, he also asked for an extension. So if everything was by the bar, what's, what, what's the hesitation? What's the wait? What is the wait? Let the people see the evidence. Let the people know what's really going on. Did you in fact do your job and represent the interests of Brianna Taylor and her family and present the facts of the case in a way that was unbiased to whatever alliance that you have, Mr. Cameron. That's what we want to know. That's what the people want to know. Did you do your job as the attorney general who's supposed to be a defender of the people? Now, I don't want to bring race into this, but we all know in the black community, there's an adage that ain't all skin folk and kin folk. And you acting real unfamiliar, sir. I'm not sure what has gotten in your crawl. If that, you know, I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna go there. But you know, we know who you lie with at night and where your allegiances lie. So maybe that's got you lost in the sauce and got you fucked up, and maybe you forgot. You know, that your mother was a black woman, that her mother was a black woman, that the people who raised you were strong black women. Maybe you forgot, Mr. Cameron, that in this time of you coming up as this black man in this system, you you forgot the community that raised you, that nurtured you. I don't know, Mr. Cameron. I see a man who's lost. I see a man who does not identify nor love self uh i see someone who is who is unfit for their position um not even just for your alliances and your allegiance because if you did not do your job and give this girl justice you have failed at your job it's time for you to look for another you know something else to do mr cameron i don't know what to tell you uh, the public scrutiny has been relentless on this department, and I'm sure they're feeling a lot of pressure. Um, I hope that these, I have really hoped that they, that something monumental comes out of the FBI investigation. I hope something happens to get her justice. Brianna Taylor and all innocent people who have been murdered by the police unjustly deserve justice they deserve to see their their them and their families the loved ones the people who are left behind in these tragedies deserve justice michael brown sandra bland we still don't know what happened to sandra bland tamir rice i i could literally go on for another four minutes and name all the names of the black bodies that we've lost to police violence but I just wanted to give you guys that update so that you will know what's going on in the case and that the fight is still on to get justice for Breonna Taylor Last but not least, this evening, I want to talk about what the, what is going on between Megan the Stallion and Tory Lanez. So if you don't know, 
back when in, I think it was early March, sometime in the spring. Don't don't give me the quoting dates because Lord knows time is not something that I keep up with well. But back when in the early parts of the quarantine, we saw no. Okay, let's go back even further to the iconic photo of Megan Thee Stallion and Tory Lanez at the Rock Nation luncheon and they was laughing real hard in that picture like gums a lot of gums showing um they looked to be she was calling him best friend and we all know that's code word for bumping uglies um but anyway she was calling him best friend they was real you could tell if they was tight they had a very cordial relationship at the Rock Nation lunch, uh, it was rumored that they were talking a lot, that they were drinking a lot, and that they were just generally enjoying each other's company. Fast forward, the world ends and COVID takes over. We all go into quarantine. Tory Lane is jumping all over his t- quarantine radio. And we are all vibing with, with Tory Lane because he is a funny, 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 entertaining guy. He's mad talented. That's one thing I cannot take away from him. He is very talented. And we are all really vibing to quarantine radio. So one fateful day on the quarantine, quarantine, quarantine radio show, we see that Tori and Megan are together at Megan's house enjoying the quarantine together trying you know doing the tiktok dances and you know having a very nice time together so rumors start to circulate that tori and megan might be a little bit more than just friends not my business just what they singing on the internet so fast forward to july 11th we see Megan Thee Stallion go live and she's in a pool with Kylie Jenner and I'm guessing this is them taping uh, the WAP video or getting ready. This might be before or after. Who knows? Uh, but I'm guessing that this is all related since uh, Kylie Jenner was in that video um, with her and Cardi B. So we see, you know, who do we see in the background? Mr. Bampton? Is it Brampton? Brampton himself, uh, Tory Lanez. He's up in the video. He's all in the, you know, all in live, all in the IG. They, you know, loud and stuff. They look like they're having a good time. Everybody just seems to be having a good time. Until later that night, on July 11th, that that morning, that Saturday, Megan the Stallion at the shit hits the fan between Megan, Tory the best friend Kelsey, the bodyguard who was there, but he wasn't there, who, like, no one knows what happened in that car. And I, and this is why I think, that, why nobody knows exactly what happened. So that night, police end up being called to the scene where Megan and Tori have allegedly got into an altercation. Megan gets shot in the foot. We see, we all seen the TMZ footage. You know, there are some undeniable facts in this story, and there's some very questionable events. We have no timeline. Everybody is just speculating. Hell, I'm speculating based on things that I've seen on Megan's and Megan's account, and things I've heard from Tori's account. 
they're so contradicting that I wasn't there, so I can't speculate who's right and who's wrong. What I do know is I do believe Megan the Stallion was shot that night by Tory Lanez. That's I honestly do believe that's what happened. Now, there has been so much speculation around why, who, what, and where. I just from piecing everything together from the stuff on the the shade room y'all I have to be honest the shade room is addicting it has some of the messiest headlines and we all it's like the digital national Enquirer. like when I used to go to the grocery store my mom I used to always see the most messed up headlines of the national choir i used to grab them joints i'm not gonna not gonna hold you i used to grab them joints i used to read them and i knew i knew everything in there was an exaggeration but i couldn't you couldn't put it down and this is what that story is everything is sensationalized it's a who said she said he said and we wasn't there so we don't know who said what but what i do know is that somebody hurt that girl and whoever hurt that girl deserves to be punished whether it was Tori, whether it was the girl Kelsey that apparently nobody is following anymore um, on on the internet, nobody is following this girl Kelsey. She not talking. Anybody who was there besides Megan and Tori, the the outsiders, the uh, the people who the other people who were there are not saying anything. Hush is the word. Mum is the word. So Tori says he didn't shot her. He didn't shoot her. Megan says he did. Tori comes out with you know Megan goes on Instagram live and says motherfucker you shot me you know you shot me you fronting and your camp's got this smear campaign to try to discredit me and what I'm saying but at the end of the day facts is facts and you shot me what last week Tori Lane come Tori Lane's comes out with a whole album and I have to say the album was good like Tory Lanez is talented he's a talented guy so there was no the album was uh I'm not gonna say it was bop but it wasn't bad but in the album he talks about he half the album is about Megan how he was in love with her how he didn't shoot her and how people are just making stuff up to smear his name and his image because he's an independent artist and they did the same thing to Chris Brown and you know if you are interested in hearing his album and his accounts feel free it's on spotify Uh, in my opinion the album is good do i believe him i don't know i was there i'm and i'm just gonna leave it at that because y'all not gonna jump it all all over me that i can't i can't take too much abuse in one week i already jumped my ass into the team trump drama when i posted all the facts and they got in my inbox calling me all sorts of n-words and monkey and welfare monkeys so i'm not have about to have you know whatever the stallion the stallions <laughs> all up in my inbox calling me you know in the hoteps talking about i don't stand for black women and i'm sympathizing my misogyny has got me messed up so no y'all not gonna y'all not gonna let me i'm not gonna fall into that trap what i am here to say is that the facts we don't know no one knows the facts the only people who know what happened are the people who were there that night and we have two different accounts from two different people and we have no one who was actually there corroborating each any any of those two accounts so at this point 
we still don't know what happened. We don't know the de- we know what happened, but we don't know the details. Um, I say let's pray for everybody involved. I pray that Megan Thee Stallion has healing both physically and mentally and emotionally because I couldn't imagine the type of trauma that that was that she had to endure to not only bounce back for her career but for her mental health and you know Megan has been through a lot she lost her mother they both lost parents um I didn't know that that's you know definitely had some trauma bonding going on there and maybe there was some toxicity in the relationship (sighs) who knows the but what I do know is we cannot keep jumping to conclusions we can't keep dividing ourselves on these issues that are really not ours now you are absolutely entitled to support Megan she's a black woman she she seems like a really dope woman we should support her we should rally behind her to show her that support but at the same time until all of the evidence until we really know what's happened we shouldn't be necessarily bashing Tory Lanez either does he he needs to be accountable for whatever he he's done but we don't we still don't know what if he was even guilty, it would be behoove of you to save your judgments until all of the facts have come out. You can support someone without totally condemning another person until you get all the facts. That is totally okay. I've seen articles, especially Vulture. Yes, I'm calling you guys out because I tweeted to you. You made this really messed up status. Let me see if I can pull it up right now. Um, and I just like, I just did not like that. So Vulture got on the Twitter and said, if you're a real hottie, you'll skip Tory Lane's new album, Daystar, and stream Megan the Stallion's Sugar instead. See, well, see, this what we not finna do. What I see what you was trying to do there, but I don't believe that at this moment, this time right here right now coming off the heels of everything that we've just endured this covid this brianna taylor all this police brutality i don't think this is the time for us to be divisive against one another i don't think we should be using this situation to be like it's black men against black women because it's not is it team Tory against team Megan? Yeah, maybe, but we should not be engaging in this decisiveness amongst ourselves between when it really had to do between two people, let them go at it. Are you allowed to say your opinions? Absolutely. But I don't like that these blogs and these newspapers are carrying this thing and kind of making it like, you know, team, you either team this or you, or you wrong. I don't like that. I feel like that's so unnecessary. It brings me back to the to Chris Brown and Rihanna. Now, we eventually found out what happened because the evidence and Rihanna and Chris Brown both, you know, they was the only two people that was in the car at that time and the witness, um there was a witness in her in Rihanna's case that came out and was like, "Yeah, you know, blase blase." But it reminds me of that time when 
the same situation you know this has happened so many different times that we've used these issues to divide us during times that we really don't need to be at odds with each other over something that really is not domestic violence and toxic and toxicity in relationships is a big issue but I don't know what I'm guess I'm trying to get at is at this moment with what we have to go on with all this uncertainty all this speculation I don't think this is the time to be arguing about somebody else's business about to internalize it as a community I think we should support Megan the Stallion I wish we I hope that we pray for her and wish her well but I don't think that should come at the expense of totally writing off Tory Lanez because if something comes out that totally spins a narrative and paints him in a different light that's gonna be a little embarrassing to have to backtrack all that hateful rhetoric all that divisiveness all that unnecessary you know hate that we showed this man and we don't even really know all the facts yet so let's just put our judgment and put all these you know battle lines let's put them on hold until we get the facts so with that being said, that is going to bring us to the end of this episode of Normal Girl Podcast. I have had so much fun talking to you guys this week, drinking my carnivore wine. So I, I definitely, it's only a one glass for me because I got I got to get up for work in the morning and I got to homeschool. But if you guys have any questions, comments, opinions, any wine that you want to recommend, please hit me up on the normal girl podcast at the facebook page of normal girl podcast on instagram and you can always drop me a line at the normal girl podcast at gmail.com i'm always checking my emails always looking for to engage with you guys and i'm having a lot of fun with this so let's definitely keep it going so until next time normies you guys have a good night If you want to stay up to date with all the things going on at the Normal Girl Podcast, follow and subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. You can also follow us and like and subscribe to the Facebook and Instagram pages at the Normal Girl Podcast. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important.